Hello and welcome to Baffling Cyclops. I'm David. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I am revved up and ready to go. Yay! Do you have a new catchphrase? Ha! <laughs> Fig Newton. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we heard a guy at the grocery store and we thought he uh, said Fig Newton at the end of every sentence, although we don't really know what he was saying. Yeah, but I I like to imagine because he was asking for money out front, so it, I'd like to imagine he said got a quarter, Fig Newton. <laughs> but I don't think that's what it was. I don't but, think it, but it was sounded either. Like that. Yeah, um, I have a little follow up from last week. Sure, go ahead. Did you see the post on Nextdoor about fecal matter all about phase two? No. Yeah. So a neighbor down in. Um, Madrona posted that they were very upset because they have a carport and their um, trash bins are in there. They keep the trash bins in the uh, carport, sorry, and they they found a large, large pile of human waste. And they were warning people on Nextdoor that if you have a a carport, that you should not position your trash bins in such a way that somebody would have more privacy if they were taking a big fat dump in your carport. And then somebody else posted and said, oh, poor you living in Madrona. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Poor you living in Madrona. Um, It must be hard not to have an actual garage in that neighborhood. Right, and Madrona is the nicer neighborhood next to ours. Yeah, it's pretty fancy down there. So I just thought, okay, you still can't just say, somebody took a dump in my carport, be on the lookout, guys, bolo. They have to get shamed for having a... I, I don't know what the shame was, but it was not great. Wow. So my my only thing is I... I don't know how you arrange your garbage cans not to provide <laughs> pooping cover. That seems like an excuse for just complaining online. I just want to let people know how to arrange their garbage cans for no pooping. Well, and that's what pe- other people were saying. And why are you telling us this? Um, that There were a couple yeah. people that asked that. Um, but, yeah, so it's not ending. It's never ending. <laughs> no. We do. We live in a... Uh, you know, medieval slum, as they say. We do. I was going to follow up. Um, I made two mistakes in last week's podcast. Well, not mistakes. I just, one is, uh, well, one was a mistake, which is I said it was a Vincent Price movie called Baron Blood that the sound effect was, and it was a Joseph Cotton movie called Baron Blood that the sound effect from hell was. Okay. Um, Yeah. Thanks for the clarification. Um, and I didn't think of it, but I probably should have edited the sound into the episode too. Although I don't want to curse anyone's uh, <laughs> podcast device with the sound of hell. No. So um, I didn't edit into the podcast, but I did put it in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at bafflingcyclops.com. Um, and I highly recommend folks that like to listen to our podcast to sign up for the newsletter because sometimes when we talk about stuff, there's more information about it on the newsletter or in the newsletter. Right. And sometimes a picture of something that we've talked about. Yeah. Or, or a video of yeah. people in a frenzy looking for Ray Dunn stuff at TJ Maxx. And in this last one, hell. 
So, um, <laughs> so that was that was that, and people remembered um, remembered hearing that sound on the old radio show Art Bell Coast to Coast, which used to be on late at night. Okay. And um, Art Bell wasn't known for being the most discerning. Uh, host. Mm-hmm. He more liked stories. So if you had an interesting story about seeing Bigfoot or uh, UFO contact, he would have you on. And his whole thing was to be non-judgmental. And if you l- look it up on YouTube, you can hear Art Bell building up the, the hell sound effect, which made it even more hilarious to me. I have to give people fair warning before I play this. <laughs> oh, what was that? Um, war was it? War called War of the Worlds. It was Ors- Orson Welles. Yeah, that kind of sounds like one of those right. warnings from well, that kind of thing. And Art Bell was um, he? He was very much someone that would um, want to build up a a uh, scare. Late at night, which uh-huh. I think is why why so many people listen to him. Because, you know, at 1 o'clock in the morning, you could convince yourself that aliens were peering in through your bedroom window um, late at night. That'd be so fun, like, as, like, a like a 10-year-old listening to that, like, hunkered under your covers. Yeah. Um, I, I actually had a topic uh, this week that um, I found on Twitter, on the Twitter of account of a New Yorker writer called uh, Rachel Simi, S-Y-M-E. If anyone wants to look her up on Twitter, I'll link to it in the newsletter. Um, But she mentioned she was reading a book about the uh, Chicago World's Fair back in olden timey, 1930s time. And she, um, she saw reference to a burlesque dancer stripper named Davita, who had an act with doves where the doves would remove all of her clothes. They were talented doves. Do you think they, they cried? Only, only when it (laughs) rained. (laughs) Um, But the, the, as soon as she posted about it and asked if there, anyone had any information about it, people started uh, giving her links to articles and posting bits and pieces about Mm -hmm. Um, Davida's life, and I thought I would um, read some of it to you. And please feel free to interrupt um, if you uh, have something to say. There are some twists and turns to this story, and I think you would find it interesting, which is, um, so it was at the Futurama part of the fair, like where the future was, in a place called the Crystal Room, and uh, there was a 30-foot runway at at this room, and uh, she would perform there, and people soon learned that a ten-cent ten tip to the attendant guaranteed admission to Miss Rice's performance. So her performance was Rosita entered fully clothed, wearing long velvet gloves. Within minutes, her father released seven doves who landed on Rosita's gloved arms and head. Each bird weighed 14 pounds nearly three times the size of ordinary pigeons. As the music played, Miss Royce Wait a called... minute. I thought you said her name was Davida. Well, her last... This is, she performed under the, the name Davita. And her father was her handler. <laughs> yes. And are, you, are they doves or are they pigeons? I'm just reading the... <laughs> the description, which is why I was like, there's a lot to discuss. There's okay. a lot to dig into here. As the music played, Miss Royce would call the birds by name, and they would carefully remove a piece of her costume. That was that simple. So that was the first article that someone did, which, as you pointed out, 
her dad was the one who was releasing the doves to strip like his Jamie Spears to strip his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> which yikes. I thought was very odd. Yikes! And then someone else sent another article about it, and then says, "In late May, the strain of performing fourteen to sixteen times a day took its toll." Oh, so they're quick shows. Fourteen to sixteen. Those times. little birds worked fast. On Saturday, May twenty seventh, just before her last show of the day, Rosita fainted. When the management offered to refund the admission price, the crowd demanded rain checks instead. The Crystal Palace relented. Rosita explained later to her disappointed fans the combined weight of the doves simply tired her out. <laughs> so those 14... So she held them? They landed on her. By early July, Rosita's famed doves were suffering the same affliction, though Rosita made two fully trained teams. A number of the birds suddenly grew quite ill, not from removing Miss Royce's clothing over extensive performances, but from perching on her arms all of that time. To keep the dubs, Rosita and the paying public happy and not facing canceled performances, the management eliminated the morning and afternoon shows, now opening at 6 p.m. She complained about performing 74 shows a week and the working conditions of the chorus girls. 74 shows a week. Uh, and the Crystal Palace's manager called her walkout a cheap publicity stunt and informed the press the chorus only works six minutes during each 45-minute performance. That's still a lot for for doves. Um, that was, screw the doves. What about the poor woman? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, so, like, I, I'm sorry, doves, but. The manager felt he had his dove dancer in a contractual cage as she had signed an exclusive rights document with him for 18 months. However, not to be outsmarted, Gil, the manager, telegraphed Sally, Rand, requesting under what conditions she would bring her fans to the world of tomorrow. Wait, who's Sally Rand? I guess another lady who who danced. Royce, relaxing at her home in Whitestone, posed for pictures with her doves and issued a no comment. Wait, her manager or her father? This was the manager of the crystal room. Oh, okay. However, within days, Rosita entered Flushing's Parsons Hospital for a serious nervous condition. Charles Freeman, her business manager, also... Is that her dad? <laughs> I think her dad was just a dove handler. Oh, okay. <laughs> he stated 14 of her 21 doves were in a veterinary hospital, seven with heart ailments, and seven with swollen joints. Oh, poor babies. I'd like to see that show with crows. I know. Well, this is one of the reasons I brought mm-hmm. it up. I thought you could be Crovita. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't want to remove all my clothes. We'd have to come up with another little gimmick. Okay. Seven days later, Rosita's parents visited their daughter in the hospital to celebrate her 23rd birthday. The patient explained that the <laughs> explained the unusual natal occurrence. Two years natal? Ago, <laughs> two years ago, I was too young to be dancing, so I made myself very old. That's what she said. Still hoping for a return to the Crystal Palace, she stated, What I do is something beautiful. I try to make pictures. I try to make striking formations with my doves. Wow. So um, this, this, this article uh, has the names of all the doves. Oh, I want to hear them. Um... I thought you would. Um, so she, uh, she said that she first saw a singer from Germany who sang a song to a dove on her hand. And she's like, oh, that's 
pretty cool. And it's, she's like, and maybe instead of uh, fans or balloons, which is what other people were doing, yeah. I'll do something dubs. lighter, like a right. fan or a balloon or so a feather. So she started out with two birds, but she kept adding until she had seven birds. They're pure white live German dubs. The birds are named, and each one knows its name. They are Tootsie, Cute. Angel, King, mm-hmm. Baby, Lovey Dovey, Queenie, Picky, and Bon Bon. Lovey Dovey seems like the most complicated. <laughs> well, I wonder if she just shortened it to Dovey. Or Lovey. Yeah. Uh, and Bon Bon was just a spare dove in case one of the other doves got sick. <laughs> Bon Bon was the uh, <laughs> clutch hitting. What's it, what do they call that on a jury? Um, oh, I can't remember. It, yeah, the extra juror. Yeah. Um, she started with 30 dubs and then um, the smartest seven were chosen. Or some were smart and some weren't. Um, she had to teach the birds to keep balance while dancing and not while she, they, she was dancing and so they wouldn't fall off. Took six months of just walking with the birds before I started dancing, and they were able to cling on. It took one year of hard work before the birds were sure and trustworthy. The birds have various tricks they perform. I think it's interesting that they chose the description as trustworthy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, alternate. Alternate juror. juror. So that was an... Bon Bon was an alternate (laughs) dove. (laughs) (laughs) Lovey-dovey. Lovey Dovey is on the on the A yeah. team. So you think Lovey Dovey might be Jerry Foreman? Yeah, for sure. So Lovey Dovey took like the the underpants off. Right. <laughs> Lovey Dovey <laughs> was the star. Because you have to imagine, because she said she would like pose with them and then she would say their name. Mm-hmm. And then like this huge honking 20-pound bird would yeah. leave her arm. And then swoop down to her panties and rip them off and fly off. Okay, so I was just making a joke. I don't think panties came off in that type of show. Well. I think they covered the um, the nubbins. That's what we used to call um, your boobs when right. I was growing up. And your pooter, which it sounds like your butt, but it's really the front of the bottom. Right. For a girl. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any of that. The dove action didn't go in that no. direction. They definitely took her gloves off, which I'm going to guess was either Angel or King did gloves. Yeah, yeah. Because that, you have to think too, like that's hard to get gloves off. It's not easy. Yeah, unless they were maybe like some type of fingerless glove, which would be easier. I guess. I don't know. So um, then the next article, someone tried to steal her act. And Rosita DeVita. Yeah. Or Rosie DeVita. She had uh, some shade. Okay. That'd be a hard act. Didn't they say they had to train the pigeon or the doves? For a year. Pigeon doves. They're part of the same family, just FYI. For a year. Right. So she um, she booked herself somewhere, and then she had to cancel because she was um, sick from the dove weight. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were like, fine, we'll get other birds and a different lady. Okay. So open, she said, this is her saying this too, opening night, the birds left the girl and never returned. They flew onto the tables and customers' heads, which was not in the original script. Maybe I've had some luck, but I think perseverance had most to do with it. 
In other words, is if a girl is contemplating becoming a dove dancer, it is not an easy job. No. I would agree. Billy Rose. <gasps> I want to be a monkey dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it. Billy Rose once told me I had a dangerous job. I believed it when one day one of the birds flew in my face and claws scraped my eyeball, which very nearly cost me the sight of my left eye. And whoever says they're doves of peace is wrong. They are vicious. Oh. And the biter flap of their wing across your face and your eyes will cut the skin and smart for days. I would be just about as safe working with seven little tigers. The brutes! Another funny thing is how frightened the chorus girls become the birds when flying around and the girls are on stage. If only they knew the birds were as afraid of them. So after that, she kind of decided maybe she would modify her act a little bit Uh so that uh, she didn't have as many of the doves. Yeah, maybe they could multitask. Maybe it's just like like lovey-dovey and And bon-bon. And she introduced three other new numbers. Okay. One was called... My Parisian Dance in Cellophane, which the costume consisted of a long silver-fringed cellophane. It would take 5,000 cigarette cellophane wrappers to make that costume. And then the second one was the Moonbeams Dance, using two huge discs covered with mirrors. The spotlight catches the discs and flashes. And the third number I call Illusions. Oh, and there's I no description. Say, it sounds like she was pretty talented and creative for you know a 23 year old woman who was being manhandled by her father. <laughs> and that's well, and I was thinking like it's one I I I don't want to psychoanalyze someone through news articles, but I would guess um, being subjected to doves released by your father to make you nude in public in front of other people. Uh, might be the trauma that caused her to have a nervous breakdown rather than the weight of dubs. Right, right. Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> but um, So I have a picture of her just to show you. Oh, how lovely. She's lovely. Yeah. So I She just... has the really um, traditional look of beauty from that time period. Yeah. With, um, she has a very square face, but v- super thin Eyebrows. She actually looks kind of like a bird, a maybe, little bit. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's all. And do you think you can pick out uh, Queenie and Lovey Dovey? Well, of course, Lovey Dovey send her on her head, <laughs> <laughs> and then poor, poor um, backup bonbons over here, just yeah. off to the side. And though, and can I just say, none of those birds weigh twenty pounds in this photo. <laughs> And you can see... That's body shaming those birds. They're like eight pounds each at the most. <laughs> that would not be a good Thanksgiving meal. No, I was just thinking like a 20-pound Thanksgiving turkey is really big. Those little guys are maybe four pounds. And um, you can see also her flowing gown, which has pieces of fabric on it, which is what I'm sure the birds flew off with. Yeah, I think you should put that on our newsletter. See, this is another reason why people should sign yeah. up for the newsletter. So they can see Davita. Yeah. Um, and while I was uh, looking up information about Davita, yeah, I ran across um, another burlesque dancer, which okay. I was very charmed by. She was uh, the world's tallest oh. burlesque dancer, and her name was Ricky Covette. That's a great name. And she uh, died in 2016. 
Okay. And she was 90 years old. How tall was she? Six foot eight. <gasps> wow. I know. She's taller than you. And um, I put a picture of her. Oh my, look at, and she's on her tippy toes oh, to yeah. even look even taller. Oh my gosh, I love Ricky. I thought you would. I love her. And I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to the article in, but I'll send it to you too so you can read um, the description of uh, her. And there's a picture of her at 90 oh in her gosh. house. Oh my gosh, isn't she lovely? Yeah. And oh, her. Um, looks like she collects some things too there well, in the background. It, yeah, it sounds like her. Um, I don't know if it was her husband, but her, her male partner. Yeah. Um, was a nature photographer. So after he passed, she spent a lot of time uh, running his estate because I mm-hmm. think he, you know, there was a lot of photo licensing yeah. and that kind of stuff to do. And uh, volunteer. She's lovely. Even yeah. at 90, look at her. And um, she got to donate um, all of her stuff to the Smithsonian too. So uh, the Smithsonian collection has all of her scrapbooks. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I know. And I, <laughs> one funny thing that I didn't print out is there was a tabloid uh, tabloid cover saying that she was connected to Mickey Rooney uh, romantically. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and he's like, what he, or he was like four feet 11. I don't know, but he was very tiny. Yeah. And he was creepy. Weren't there some creepy stories about him? He's a little weird. Yeah. He was a yeah. weird dude, but I, 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 all I could think was he should be so lucky. Right. <laughs> to climb that mountain, man. <laughs> climb. She's a honey. She is. It's yeah. six eight. Yeah, like pretty and uh, funny and uh, smart. Ricky, I love her. Ricky, I know. Well, that's why I was like, I was like, Davida, I thought had our connection to us because um, you could do a similar act with crows. Yeah, bribed with peanuts. Yeah, I just don't know what I'd have them remove. <laughs> Maybe they could do your hair. Okay, that I, I they could, could braid do, your yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good. That would be a good one. <laughs> Or like we watched uh, George the monkey pop one of his owner's pimples. Yeah, that kind of grossed me out. You know, I love pimple popping too. Love it. But for some reason, I was just like, oh, that could get infected. Poor monkey. I know. He's an innocent. Monkey. He is a cutie. All right. Well, that was my my thing for this week. I thought you'd enjoy the tale of uh, the woman who had a nervous breakdown from the weight of doves. Oh, man. Well, I'm still confused if her name is Rosarita or Rose Rosa. or Davida. Davida was just the name that she she performed. Oh, in her real name. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Just like. Okay. Or was her stage name? Ricky Covette's real name uh, was Irene Jewell. Okay. Okay. Well, we all know my real name's Pepper Proxy. <laughs> yes. 100%. Uh she performed. I love that. I just love the idea that she performed under the name World's Tallest Burlesque Dancer. She was. Yeah. I love it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And to read our show notes, sign up for our newsletter at bafflingcyclops.com.